Good morning and welcome to 15 Minute Inferno. My name is Jacob, the host of 15 Minute Inferno. 15 Minute Inferno was created by Jacob and he is the personality and he is not really angry this morning, which is going to make 15 Minute Inferno difficult record. Um, he's neither happy. He's not really happy or angry. I would say he's, he's brimming with repressed resentment and frustration, but which hasn't found its expression in anger, but rather in a persistent current of anxiety running just under the surface. I'm drinking tea this morning. I'm drinking tea, and I ate some potatoes, and it's dark out. It is still dark, and summer is ending, and I'm trying trying not to let that make me sad, um, you know, trying to just say, okay, okay, summer ends. It's okay. It's okay. Things end. It's okay. I mean, I was just waiting all year for summer. I was just... As if, I mean, what the hell is it? Like, winter felt like it took months, and summer felt like it took days. Ugh. What are you going to do? That's the thing, man. You can't do anything. In a general sense, really. I mean, I don't mean that to be depressing. I just mean, I mean, if it is depressing, I don't, I don't give a shit. You know what? Take away what take away what the fuck you're gonna take away. What does it matter? Like the impotence of rage at human folly. Like what does it matter if I tell you that I didn't mean to be depressing or if I did? You're gonna just take away whatever you wanna take away from it anyway. I could make a podcast about how my melancholic Ugh, I hate that word. I don't hate that word, but I hate the way people use it nowadays. Um, my melancholic um, reflections were not meant to be nihilistic. And then I could have somebody listen to my podcast be like, you fucking nihilist. Well, for example, I wrote, so I started doing a blog, um, jacobyurok.substack.com. That's J-A-C-O-B-J-I-R-A-K.substack.com. Um, and my first blog post was a post about how I feel like people misunderstand me almost willfully. Um, and I opened it up with a comical uh, image of me <laughs> with my dick out laying on my couch like pizza crumbs on my chest. Just something silly and stupid. And I had a couple people come to me in my life and be like, you know, Jacob, I it's, are you all right? Are you doing okay? You know, I'm like, I didn't really have my dick out with pizza crumbs on my chest. Like that wasn't, that was me. I was sitting at a desk writing like what in the fucking hell? And just like literally the reaction people gave me to the piece is the reaction I was satirizing in the remainder of the piece. You know, sometimes I wonder how many crazy people weren't really crazy 
but were just driven crazy by being labeled crazy by everybody around them until they finally became that which other people thought they were. I swear, I feel, I feel, if I ever go crazy, if I ever go insane, no, it wasn't that I was broken. It was that the people in my life and around me were so endlessly critical and so endlessly misunderstanding and so endlessly wanted their own way with me instead of appreciating me for who I was that it finally drove me batshit insane. That is, that is what I would like to be played at my funeral. I would like, when I have my first psychotic break and schizophrenic downfall and am eventually thrown into a cage howling and screaming that I am the Green Goblin and then die, I would like for this to be played as they lower my casket into the cold earth. That... That's all I want. All I really want is post-mortem vengeance. All I really want out of life is that lingering, undying sense of guilt that only those who pass from this life can give us. Man, Christian guilt. I just... I don't want to make every podcast about Christianity... I just see so much of modern pathology. I know, I just read some Nietzsche, but I've been reading things other than Nietzsche. But Nietzsche just, man. I remember the first time I read Nietzsche, I was like, this guy's a fucking twat. And then I sat on it for like a month or two or three, and I was like, no, he's not. He's right. Oh, man. And then I remember I read Beyond Good and Evil. My first book was The Genealogy of Morals, which deals with sort of resentment, like which deals with what Nietzsche sees is the underlying sort of motivation behind Christianity or even just Christian-derived thinking, which, you know, it's more like Christianity is the is the embodiment of this sort of morality par excellence. Um, and this idea that, like, hey, like, like, Christianity hates pride. You know, like, pride is a sin in Christianity. It's the greatest sin, wealth. You know, easier for a rich man to pass through the eye of a needle. Um, even, like, enjoying things too much is a sin in Christianity, right? Like, being too happy is a sin in Christianity. And so, sort of, the idea is that's this, like, all the resentful, poor, powerless people, if they made a religion that was meant to sort of make all the powerful, wealthy, well-off people... Uh, internalize a bad feeling about themselves and destroy themselves so that everybody went down to the same level, it would look exactly like Christianity. And whether or not that's why Christianity um, came into existence, certainly, right? When you meet Christians, you're like, yeah, you just like, you know, you like seeing the the mountains lowered, don't you? You just want everybody to be at the same level that you are, you know. And then this is this is what I was trying to get at, because, you know, I think that, oh, man, Christianity gives meaningless people a false sense of importance. Like, I'm sorry, but if you're, there's something special about a roadside flower seller, but like, 
if you're if you sell flowers on the side of the road and like three people knew you and then you die, like that was the value of your existence, and not that you're like human fodder. That's not. I don't I don't buy that myself, but not everybody's fucking special. Like and so, to some extent, you're as special as you make yourself, man. I'm sorry, but like you don't get to be special just by existing. Like, hey, I'm born. I'm important. I matter. Like, no, you don't. You're not special. You're not. You know, and especially, I feel like women have it harder than men in this. Because men, you want to get laid, you got to do something. Women, for first 30 years of your life, you want to get laid, you just got to be hot. And then for a lot of women, they sort of, that ends. And then they're like, no, I'm still special. And like, no, it's because you had like, soft skin and tits and and didn't have any wrinkles yet man and they then those people even guys too can right you can still have like guys who are good at sports and athletics or something in high school i don't know but just carry throughout the rest of their adulthood this unearned sense of importance because of a biological accident. I don't mean accident by a thing that no one wanted to happen, but sort of just like a biological byproduct of of the way you were constituted for a few for a few years. Um but no, no, when you see like Nietzsche when he talks about guilt, he talks about guilt in that way, right? That like guilt is almost sort of like a parasite. Like, guilt is something um, resentful people implant in the hearts of well-meaning people who are just, like, living their lives just unselfconsciously. And then those powerful people sort of internalize it and destroys them from within. It's like, um, and I sort of talked about it, I think, you know, uh, you think it's not, you think it's not slavery when you're putting on the handcuffs yourself. That's, that's another, you know. I think it's um, that's applicable with the Christian concept of faith, and I think it's as I talked about in my last podcast, and I think it's applicable with the Christian concept of guilt. And yeah, and it's just weird how much like pathology comes from that, like anxiety, right? Like anxiety. I wonder if anxiety really existed in a pre-Christian. Um, Christian organized society because what is anxiety but like the manifestation of an overactive conscience you know something is always wrong something must always be wrong I must constantly be watching myself to make sure that nothing happens and nothing goes wrong and you just you you just and you know you've met people like that you've met over anxious Christians right and you wonder is it like over anxious people glooming on the Christianity and some of that sure but But how many, like, otherwise sort of neurotic people did Christianity just turn into, like, pure, uh, pure balls of neurosis? And I'm not an amoral person. I believe in morality. But I think that, like, you know, that's always, that's always been the scariest shit to me with Christians, man, is when... They sort of like, well, if we didn't have religion, like, what would morality be? And like, 
it makes me because like I'm not religious and I'm not gonna murder anybody um, as long as I'm in my right mind. Like, you know, I and that's another thing. Fucking like I've been listening to a lot of Eminem recently. It's like just because you make a song about killing a hoe doesn't mean you're gonna do it. Ugh, ugh. I don't know. It's nice. Of course you want to piss people off sometimes, but you don't want people to be like, you'd think, I don't know. I don't know. You you know, made this beautiful music for you to just cherish. Like that line from Eminem. It's like, uh, you know, it, it wouldn't, you want a reaction and you don't. You want to piss people off and you don't. You want people to be shocked, but you also want them to sort of appreciate the thing as an object that you're not really saying um like i just learned that eminem was like a straight-up christian like he would pray before shows and shit like up into the early 2000s um it's like people like you can't equate the public persona with the private individual you can't even yeah like and i mean it goes beyond that like with with parasocial relationships right like people get really in the you know comedians or musicians it's like you don't even know that person you sort of know them right because you get to know people better than you otherwise can like through their expression but in another sense like you don't really know who they are yeah that's a hard part because probably like art is the unbearing of the most personal side of yourself but it's also a performance right so yeah and that's something i think that is really dangerous and that needs to be watched out for in art is because, like, what you think the symbol means is not always what the symbol means. Um, and, yeah, like, like something is being told, but it might not be, you know, and you can always get a sense of what is being told, but it might not have the literal definition, you know, the intellectual one that you give it. So you got to be careful. But, no, yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I don't know, guilt and internalized guilt and internalized guilt from the people around you deserved or not. I don't know. All right, that's a podcast. Bye.